Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are joined here by our life coach at Higher Heart Healing, Anna Nanara, joining us here. It's higherhearthealing.co, a holistic healing business that serves both in-person and virtual clients all over the U.S. Uh, we want to talk to her today about the work she does for those new time listeners. Uh, please say hello and introduce yourself. Hi, Jill. Um, yeah, just I am so thrilled to be here again with you. Um, and connect with your audience. I am an energy healer and an intuitive channel uh, based in Tucson, Arizona. Um, and my business is Higher Heart Healing, as you had mentioned. Um, and I'm able to also do uh, sessions virtually, like um, all over the U.S. And I'm just thrilled to be here today. Beautiful. We're excited to have you and excited to talk more to you about the work you're doing. And in particular, uh, would you mind just uh, sharing for today's uh, topic uh, to start? Where do you want to start today, Anna? Well, I think a great place to start and just kind of share with your audience is um, all about just sort of living with an abundance mindset. Um, If we could maybe just begin there. I do a lot of mindfulness and coaching for people Mm -hmm. um, and kind of one of the areas that I do more of a talk therapy or relational therapy is I'm channeling with spirit while I'm doing that. So it's really a beautiful um, way to get really um, direct, loving guidance from the other side and also talking through um, circumstances or relationship issues. Um, it can be also our relationship with money. Um, and so that really led me to um, start to cultivate a lifestyle of my own where I was living within the flow of abundance. And so as the years went on, I started to really become a master at manifesting. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I couldn't believe that this was part of the process of healing myself. Um, So I do also have digital courses, and I've got one online called Greater Than Gold, which is all about how to start manifesting. And one of the things that I think people really don't understand about what it means to be in abundance is that it is a state of being. It isn't just about the um, tangible um, financial relationships that we have with our money, Mm -hmm. but it's about thinking through and operating from a place of your flow. And we are all given the divinity within us, and that part of that is to be abundant. We didn't come here and um, as humans to experience lack and stress and struggle. And so to deprogram yourself, that's a process. And that's that healing journey that it's part of that healing journey that we go through. And what comes out the other side is that deep knowing that our relationship with how we um, receive, Mm -hmm. how open we are to receive, really, really looking at authentic versions of love, part of that is being abundant. And it's really how we were designed to be here on Earth. That's our most authentic state. And so I just love kind of sharing a little bit about what that looks like in your life as a daily way of operating as you get healthier and you become more spiritually aware. And it's really about living with gratitude every day um, and taking care of the intangibles is kind of what I call that. And And it's about valuing things that you cannot touch, that aren't material, 
So, you know, taking care of these beautiful relationships and people and, and really taking care of our emotions. Yeah. And where are we finding where, that we are abundant and focusing our thoughts in those aspects? Because by default, we just instantly go to the negative, right? We, mm-hmm. we think our way through our day in such a negative mindset and these stories, they just become habitual and normalized and we're just focusing on what we're not doing right, what we don't have, right? And so people who manifest will tell you the mastery comes in imagining and believing in it before you see it. It's not the other way around. And a lot of people in the third dimension who are not consciously awakened or aware, they have to see it before they believe it, right? We've all heard that. So when you work in the metaphysical, it's the opposite. And that really just takes a lot of surrendering and trusting in spirit and just asking for what you need. And then what happens is you just miraculously start to stop wanting so much access. You just really start to be more aware of how much you're consuming and why you're needing to have things in such access in the outside of your world and in your life. And again, the healthier I got, the less I needed from the exterior. And so I started to value the the things in my life that were already there. And I think that's just such a beautiful message for people that then you, it's there that you really find abundance and you really believe that you're living already in that flow. So the opposite of abundance would be lack mentality or scarcity mindset. And um, so it's really just navigating and working your way outside of that. Ah, got it. Well, thank you for sharing that. Now, also, can we talk a little bit about, uh, you mentioned the healing journey, what that looks like in our lives. We're going to talk repairing relationships and energetic systems, just to let you know, I got your notes. (laughs) Uh, Where did you want to head to next? Thank you. Um, Yeah, no, I think the healing journey, um, you know, I just want to kind of explain, and I I sort of the way I operate is I, I like to share little tidbits about my own mm-hmm. journey because I feel like that really helps me put, I put myself where my clients are yeah. and I really remember what it was like to have my life completely <laughs> really blow up quite frankly. Um, and, and, and wondering why it, it, I was just whirling in this pain and and in that beautiful change and healing, I found spirit. And I started to work with a Reiki healer, who I still see regularly. Um, and this is about seven years later. And I didn't have any idea what this work was about. I didn't even know it was real. And so the very beginning of an awakening, um, you know, we had kind of referenced the Kundalini in the, the last episode together, but really when you do start to become aware that you are more than just this body in this material world and that you're part of a much bigger picture and plan, um, is you have to heal, you have to heal your dark stuff first. It's by design. It's the way the process have, has worked for eons and eons of time. And so it's the more you change and transform from within, you will just, as kind of a, a side effect, 
you'll beautifully see the outside areas of your physical reality change. And so that healing journey is the beginning of creating a completely new foundation to rebuild yourself in a very different version of who you are. It's, it's your identity about how, how you feel about yourself, your self-identity, your, um, your, your role in, in your community, in your, in your home, you know, as, as in our family system, um, as an, as a American living in, you know, America and, you know, globally. And then as a human, you just really start to kind of go from the inside out and you see that there's so much more going on besides just your kind of your little physical reality. And you have to learn how to really reparent yourself. And because we weren't given a lot of the tools to do that simply because our, our parents and the people around us, our caregivers, didn't know. So there isn't any judgment there. It's just that it's our responsibility now to relearn. And so creating the different areas of your life so that you can heal yourself through that process, you're actually alchemizing your energy from dark into light. And some people might have heard of, like, the dark night of the soul, inner child work. That's kind of what I'm talking about. It's that time of your life where you're really in a lot of transformation. And it does feel heavy. So having support is really very critical um, in terms of how to heal yourself. And that's what that looks like. And on the other side, you've got the rest of your life to live in a very, very different state. Your vibration is lighter. You're receiving. You're abundant. You're making very different choices. And so it's just a very different timeline that you've shifted your whole rest of your life to. So it's always, always worth it to go through the short window of time to heal yourself and really learn all about you and what you want, what you value, who you want to be around, what kind of person you want to be. And you start to be really intentional with your life and your time and that's what the healing journey actually looks like for people. All right. Thank you for sharing that. All right. Can you remind us how we can reach out to you? We're going to take a quick commercial break. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, my phone number is 520-333-6237. Um, and you can also find me on the Internet at www.higherhearthealing.co. Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a break. And when we return, we'll talk more about repair relationships, energetic systems, and of course, all that you bring to the table that you can help someone with. Thank you again. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with more. We ask that you please stay with us. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure. I'll too. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing, we're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Hey guys, this is Casey Armstrong. Domestic and family violence causes fear and harm to the mind, the body, and the spirit. The soundtrack for the movie 17 Days is a musical depiction of what is captured on film. 
The soundtrack is here to change the course of direction of anyone who is involved in abuse. Actors Miguel Nunez Jr. and Omar Gooding help capture the true emotion of what the journey of being in a domestic violent relationship feels like with their award-winning performances. The first single is Walk Away. Walk Away has a hypnotic pattern, yet refreshing point of view for anyone who can relate to the difficulty of being made to feel as if you are always the cause of the problem in a relationship. The album is produced by AEMG, DJ Profluent, and Terry D Films, and is composed of songs from award-winning artists and producers such as Chub Rock, Drummer Boy Fresh, Five Mics featuring Dave East, Stunna for Vegas, Omar Gooding, Styles P, and many, many more. For more information, go to at 17 Days The Movie. Has life seemed to have lost its vibrancy? Do you need help sorting through some of the things going on in your life and in your mind and in your heart? Well, I got good news. You are not alone, and I am here to help. I am Alice Ward, licensed professional counselor, supervisor, owner, and private practitioner of transformation begins within. Let me help you learn some strategic steps and therapeutic tools to help you on your journey to wellness. You can reach me at transformingmindsets.com. Be mindful, be well, be free. Therapy is my love language. from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are joined here once again by Anna talking about the work she's doing and it's exciting. You know, we were talking about abundance mindset, higher heart healing, by the way. And uh, we're talking, you know, about that healing journey, what it looks like in our lives. And now we're going to get into a little bit about repairing relationships as well as energetic systems and of course, all that she could help us with. So welcome back today. How are you? so much glad to be here great all right so let's continue the journey uh we were we're up to repairing relationships right yeah thanks yeah so um you know i think a a a part of this work kind of emerged for me where i started to understand that through channeling with spirit and in my own healing sessions with my healer and and what that journey looked like there was a lot of life coaching going on it was really kind of encapsulating, it's, I kind of call it therapy on steroids, really, because through spirit, you learn so much more about how to operate as, a, as an aligned, balanced, healed, quote-unquote, human being. And so relationships are, I, I believe, our greatest currency, and certainly our most important currency going forward um, in these years ahead. It's really our relationships, right? I mean, I think we can all relate to that. And they can really cost us so much if we invest with the wrong types of people or the wrong types of relationships, and we don't see it until years later, maybe even decades later. There really is a high price. So I love working through a focal point of how we repair the relationships that are worth repairing and what does that look like from a spiritual standpoint and perspective? And how does that how does that look as I you know kind of as we all kind of operate and walk through our lives? So the first thing that I kind of realized um, was we needed to learn how to vocalize our needs, and a lot of this was channeled. 
um, through spirit. But it's about, it's really our own responsibility, and there's a lot of accountability that needs to take place here for people who are willing to really look at themselves. And I would argue that a lot of those people who have that awareness are empathic. They're already at an, a heightened awareness around their feelings, right? So there's a lot of sympathy. It's like, oh, I know that what I do affects other people, and it also affects myself. So that's kind of what I mean by being accountable. We have to be accountable for our choices and our actions and our words, but we also have to operate with a place of forgiving ourselves knowing that we're not perfect and that things can take time to repair. And I call that grace, giving us the ability to really set the grace, set the pace, set the timing for our own healing and just letting us, you know, each as individuals flow through that healing because it can be quite painful and uncomfortable. But vocalizing how we feel is important in relationships, and it is really our responsibility to do that. Now, around that is, you know, the throat chakra, right? And, and really, I see that energetically as feeling safe. You know, we, we've really been shut down in this vocal place in our bodies and in our energy systems where we weren't, it wasn't safe for us as children or as women or men, you know, to, um, to say what we needed um, because we were either ignored, those needs were not met, um, or we, it wasn't, so maybe we were even um, shown some hostility or maybe even abuse when we did speak up for ourselves, right? So there's a lot of trauma within that throat chakra. And if we can heal through a lot of that, we can start to slowly feel more safe to speak our truth. And so that's a part of what needs to happen to repair relationships. The other thing I would mention is we need to visit our emotions. It's up to us every day to check in with our emotions. I call that responsible adulting. We need to discern where it is our past stuff versus something that we need to talk about with our partner before we have a big reactive blow-up. So that really allows us to respond versus reacting, right? So it's about that creating awareness before there's a big blow-up and, um, you know, a big conflict or an argument, right, a fight. So it's like figuring out how am I feeling right now, why am I feeling triggered, and sitting with those dark feelings. you got to sit with your stuff and then take notes, write it down maybe, cry a little bit, let that release go so you can be really more balanced in how your what your feelings are and if that's your past and you're projecting that onto your partner or if there's something there that he really or he or she would need to really kind of respond with and talk through, and that's healthy, right? It's healthy to be able to talk to our partners and work through what our needs are. The other thing is when do we apologize and when do we atone? And those are also different things, but anything can be repaired, absolutely anything. I really firmly believe that. Even the darkest abuses can be repaired. Um, And so if we have a willingness to first let go and open up and forgive and then move into steps where we are um, maybe trying to rebuild trust or we're trying to, you know, atone, going back and just committing to the, the process that it takes for other people to see you as trustworthy. Um, and so that's part of that. And then lastly, I would just say learning how to communicate assertively and not aggressively. 
Um, and there's different communication styles, and I just kind of learned and sort of self-taught myself about how that looked and then started to really live in that way where I could be, it was really my responsibility to be more clear about what I wanted and needed, and it was a directiveness, and I learned that to be assertive communication. So I'm not being aggressive, but I'm speaking up and being clear about my intentions. And that really puts people, like they, their ears kind of perk up, and they're like, oh, because there's no games there. There's transparency only, and there's no manipulation. And so with that, you just get, oh, I know exactly what she wants. So it's really efficient, right? Um, and so <clears throat> that's what I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit in terms of repairing relationships and just a few steps on how I do that. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And just remind us of uh, the website again. Yeah, so my website where you can book um, all appointments, you know, coaching, um, land clearing, home clearings, um, healing sessions, um, readings is www.hireheartheeling.co. Perfect. And you're based out of beautiful Tucson, Arizona. Uh, by the way, also got to mention you're on uh, Facebook, you're on Instagram at Higher Heart Healing, uh, yeah. and you can reach out mm-hmm. to you there too. But there's still so much more to you. I know we had some great topics for today. And for someone who may just be tuning in, uh, just want to, to let you know that Anna's here really um, letting you know you can heal and you can live any type of life you want, the life of your dreams. And if you maybe, uh, you know, had a hard time healing the crawling chronic illness you can reach out stress anxiety there's so much that she can help you with and it's excited to have you here um and by the way just to share a little bit of your uh, backstory i think it's important for new time listeners to share a little bit about what you went through in your journey and how you overcame so much so much pain so many obstacles and in your injuries would you mind just uh, telling us that story again for those like myself who have listened before sure absolutely um you know i think For me, I had, um, about seven years ago, I had my first Kundalini awakening, and it kind of culminated. It was right before COVID. Um, But I also, through that healing process, and I had a a divorce. And so that was kind of one of my points of, my pivot points, if you will, kind of what I call a major redirect or crisis. And so I believe that a lot of us come to places where we really have had a breakdown in order to get to that breakthrough. Um, and I also started to experience a lot of physical trauma in my back. And um, I didn't realize that all of injury, all dis-ease in the body actually begins in our energy field. And so I've seen absolutely miraculous things within my own body um, where I've had, you know, literally bones being repaired and healed the blood being cleared, our organs really cleaning out and healing with light energy, and it's just absolutely remarkable. Um, And I do think that there is kind of a space for our westernized medicines as well, of course. But for me, it's more of a combination of both and really using my own intuition to say, where do I need to seek um, medical advice and take care of my carbon-based body but I like to layer that always with a holistic approach and really looking at my emotions and the past traumas and where that's showing up in my body. So it's really a mixture for me. Um, I was in corporate America. I was also a stay-at-home um, housewife, and I have you know, two beautiful teenagers now. Um, and I really was kind of living that dream, just kind of referencing part of my journey that you would ask about, Jill. Thank you for that. Um, and, and, and I had a lot of change, and it seemed like on the outside I had it all, 
but inside it it was I was completely empty and I wasn't fulfilled and I didn't understand why when it the optics of it looked as though I had it all you know I had I put myself through college I was a go-getter I had worked through all this and yet I just could not feel connected to joy and so in that emptiness I started to try very new things and it was kind of like spirit gives you these breadcrumbs they, it truly works that way and it's when you're about to have an awakening and these little things just kind of start coming into your life and you're like why am I trying this weird different stuff this metaphysical whatever you know maybe it's a tarot card reading maybe you you know get invited to go see a psychic or it, it could be anything and then for me it was a Reiki session and that really started my first kundalini, and when that happened, um, it was very powerful and transformative, and I realized that I had a lot of history and lifetimes past of working as a shaman, working as a healer, and working in Egyptian times and in Reiki, and all of these beautiful past memories kind of came up in these gifts emerged the more that I healed myself, and so... Um, now I'm, you know, a woman-owned business. I was a single parent for about four years there. And so I've kind of had all these different hats. And I realized that as I've healed myself, and what I love to teach other people, is it is possible to change and grow and be somebody completely different than you used to be, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago. We're just never the same. And the only constant is change. And we flow with energy always. Always, always, always. So I don't really, I just want to keep going, but also allowing myself that grace, right? Setting that pace and deciding when it's time for me to take action versus when is it time for me to pull back. And that's really where the wisdom comes in. Got it. Well, thank you so much. Pleasure having you here. If someone wants to reach out to work with you, would you mind sharing again how we could do so? Absolutely. So you can call me directly um, on my work phone number. It's 520-333-6237. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Higher Heart Healing. Um, And I do have a website, and that is www.higherhearthealing.co. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here again, joining us in great topics today. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jill. Have a great day and looking forward to the next time we speak, Anna. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. 
For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.